Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. This podcast is being sponsored by Get Loopy. On episode 41, you can hear the story of Isabel, the co-founder and CEO. Get Loopy. Get a 20% discount off your first order. Getloopy.com. Take it from the Iron Woman. Again, I'm honored. We have a special guest here, Tuomo from French Polynesia. When do you ever meet a person who lives in paradise? So welcome, Tuomo. Who's Tuomo? Who's going to join us today on the episode? Thank you, Susan. Thank you so much for, uh, for the invitation. Glad to be with you here and chatting with you. And yes, I live here in French Polynesia. A lot of people call the space here paradise, if you will. And uh, just before we hit the record, uh, you know, we discussed like what is paradise. And a lot of people, uh, what I feel is a lot of people look, especially if you look at the advertisement or the marketing world, we always try to have these glimpses and have these ideas for people like, that's something that is outside of your reach in a way, like go here and that's where you find the paradise. And it's always the paradise comes always with the cost. It doesn't matter if you live in back in Finland where I grew up or if I live here right now in French Polynesia or the other tropical islands that I lived. It, it, there's always another side of the coin. And, and the paradise is there if you, let's put it this way, if you just go for holidays for a couple of weeks, for example. But once you start living in a different environment with different people, with different cultures, with different habits, then you have to integrate yourself into that environment fully. And all of a sudden, uh, a lot of the time, that paradise loses a little bit of its glory, if you will. So what I've done and what I've, what I've before I, I moved here or before I started my, like my, my grounding process, if you will, because I lived in nine different countries around the world and I kind of traveled without the purpose a lot. So, so the lifestyle was, was always in the forefront. And before I settled to here, I really wanted to make sure that the paradise is not just a glimpse, something that I, that I looked and wanted what the other people had in mind. So I always like, okay, what are the, who are the people? What is the environment? And does the, does the space provide the necessities for me? And am I able to do the things that really brings me joy and happiness in life? So then, then this space called me. So that's in a, in a nutshell who I am, what I've done and, and how I, why I call this, uh, this space here home right now. I'm sure. And I'm sure a lot of people think they want to visit paradise at the moment. It's a little more difficult. So you are from Finland, where we have a lot of winter months, it's dark, and in French Polynesia, it's the total opposite. What is the most challenging for you when you live on an island where there's sunshine all the time? 
Mm, yeah, I would say one of the things that I truly miss from back home is the weather changes, the temperature differentiations, the, the seasons, the fall, the spring, the winter, the midsummer, the, the change in the amount of sunlight. We're quite close to the equator here. I also lived right on the equator some years mm-hmm. back and the, the sunshine, the amount of sunshine didn't differ at all. Mm-hmm. And when you live it back, back home in Finland, like closer to the, the polar circle, the winter months are really, really dark and the summer months, summer months are extremely long. So I, I really love that, that variation, uh, the cycles of the nature, if you will. And here it, it's, it's a lot less. So that's something that I definitely miss from back home. Obviously, you know, one of the main reasons why I moved here was because of the temperature and I love the warm weather and, and it's, um, it, it keeps me, keeps me well grounded. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, those are the biggest differences that I find. Yeah. And what are the sports that you're into? Yeah, obviously that again, like, like I mentioned before, um, one of the main things is I'm always being very active. I used back home when I lived in Finland, I used to play basketball and tennis and football and a lot of team sports. Mm-hmm. And when I left home, I started, it's, it was everything. I always say that it's either on top, under or a- around the ocean. So I, <laughs> I've been doing free diving, scuba diving, and now it's a lot about surfing. I used to work on boats a lot. So it's always been around the ocean. So for me, the, the, one of the, the, the most important ingredients when I started creating my quote-unquote perfect lifestyle was and it needs to be by the ocean. The ocean needs to be part of, part of my life. And it's, all, it, and it's been like that for the past 20 years. Since two thousand and one, when I left, uh, when I left home, that's fantastic. I can only second that. That the water element for me is very important. I grew up on a lake in Switzerland and mm-hmm. live in New York, where they, we also have water, and the ocean is always with us. So, it's it's interesting. What is our calling? And then we talk about behavioral changes, and I said a lot of people are influenced by the seasons, and you said it also in. In Finland, the people are different when you visit in the winter or in the summer. So then living in paradise sounds very sexy, glamorous and everything. Those behavioral changes. And you have a little video that I watched before we met. What is the why? How can we express that also to the listeners? I was fortunate to speak at the TEDx here and the title of my talk was Why Lifestyle Matters More Than Happiness. Mm-hmm. And it came from the fact when I look at, look at my life for the last sort of 15, 20 years, that's always been at the very forefront, the, the lifestyle. So that's what I always created. Now, you mentioned about the weather there and how it changes, the behavior change is whenever I visited um, back home in Finland, if, if, you, if you go to Finland or the northern countries, if you will, if you go there sort of summer months, June, July, everybody's out on holidays, everybody's out in the parks, having fun, lots of smiles everywhere. Life is more relaxing. And then when you go sort of the winter months, midwinter, sort of November to February, if you will, there's, people are grinding and it's, a lot of, it's darkness and it's almost like you hurtle in and you, you go more inwards. You don't really see a lot of people outside. People just like, kind of in a hurry and they go from place to place where summer, summer months people are relaxing and their gaze opens up and awareness, there's more awareness, if you will, whereas winter months is, is more of doing, doing and, and, and uh, not so much 
not so much awareness, if you will. So there, there's definitely a lot of, lot of differences for that. And then living here in the tropics, I feel that, that people are, there's not that much variation when it comes to mood and especially behavior throughout the year. Whereas back, back home in Finland, you, you see that very uh, drastically. Now saying that, what we also discussed before is that for me, the more connected, it doesn't really matter that much. Of course it matters, but the main thing what I'm trying to, trying to get is that more connected we are to the nature and the elements of nature and the changes of nature, the more we are able to, to cope with our emotional world, mm-hmm. if you will. That resilience is stronger the more connected we are to the seasonality of life and the season, even here, even if the, there's quote unquote summer all the time, but there's a lot of seasons, especially when it, if you're really connected to the nature and you look how to look when the trees are blossoming and what are the fruits coming out in different seasons, you start realizing like there's a, there's a season of whales, for example, whales only mm-hmm. come here one, one, one time of the year and then they disappear and, Mm-hmm. There are certain trees, they flower in certain seasons. And once you're starting to connect to, the, to those variations and the elements of nature, I feel that you're also connecting more to yourself. And, and especially in these times that are quite difficult all around the world, I feel more connected we are to ourselves, the better we're able to cope with these changes that are happening in, in our life right now. And we said also the grass is greener on the other side, right? So it's be happy with what you have and Mm -hmm. maybe water your garden with what you have and fertilize your garden rather than keeping up with the Joneses. Why is it so important to keep him up with the Joneses? Okay, so that's that's a great one. I actually wrote a little article some time ago about this same same idea. And actually something that just came to me right now is is I I used to be a very... um, fanatic about nutrition and I'm, I'm very uh, health is in the big forefront to me still and one of the when i when i started learning more about nutritional world it's very quickly that for example in finland there's a lot of health ingredients a lot of health producing foods all around us same as over here there's a lot of amazing ingredients the local locally produced ingredients that are extremely healthy for you now though when you look at the TV and you look at the marketing and you look at what people are consuming, they are consuming exactly the opposite. They're consuming something that comes, the, and the further the product comes from, the more, quote-unquote, sexier it is and more mm-hmm. attractive it is, more tropical. For example, in Finland, we were always marketed things that were very tropical. And then I, I remember I going to New York or I was here and here we've been sold blueberries from Finland because that's kind of, it's, it's, it's something different. And I'm like, back, back home, that's not really like a sexy idea. It's just mm-hmm. what happens, what we're supposed to do every single day. And it's just, I, I'm not entirely sure if it's the human mind and it is the human mind, but what is the reason why we always grasp and why we want something that we don't have, right? Instead of looking at what we have right now and how can we utilize those those ideas and elements that are right there within us. It's almost like that shiny object out there. That, that's, and when you have it, it's like it's not that shiny anymore. So that, I think that's where it comes from. Like grass is always greener on the other side of the mm-hmm. fence. And you can always turn around and like, hey, look at the grass on your side of the fence and not just look at it, actually give water to it instead of trying to, to water the grass on the other side of the fence, which is, doesn't produce anything for you, if you will. Very interesting phenomena and I think it comes down to the fact that, the, again, less connected 
we are to ourselves, more we want something that other people have, mm-hmm. or more we want something that's outside of our reach, if you will. And that's why like the first thing that comes to mind when you say Tahiti, for example, the first comes to mind is paradise, right? We, we, we want to live in paradise. We want to visit paradise. But then again, like I said in the beginning, once you, once you come here and you integrate yourself, a lot of that, that shiny object syndrome, if you will, it, it, it disappears mm-hmm. uh, pretty quickly. So, And we see it in coaching, right? So we ask the people what kind of goals they have. They reach mm-hmm. that goal and then it's not that important anymore. So it's about the journey that is more important and how we get there. And again, it's, it's how to create happiness and be happy with the garden or the grass that you have already into in yourself rather than comparing yourself. We always say like, be yourself. Everybody else is already taken mm. from Oscar Wilde, right? So I think that to me was, yeah, just be yourself. Like don't try to copy anybody else because that's not going to work out. Yeah, exactly right. And I'm a big, huge fan of goal setting and and obviously putting things out there and that that Mm -hmm. gives you motivation. It gives you inspiration. Mm -hmm. But those goals or outcomes, you should not attach happiness or joy into those. They are just there to keep you going, if you will. Mm -hmm. But then like I always say like one of my favorite sayings is is have a non-attachment to the outcome have a non-attachment to the outcome. And that keeps me more sustainable. That keeps me going. Mm-hmm. That keeps me more joy in, uh, for the present moment. And, and the other thing, I just recently really connected to this idea that there's a, like, like you just mentioned, there's this pursuit of happiness always. We want, we want X, Y, Z. But what if the pursuit is the actual happiness? As we say, like the journey is, you know, where it's at. And it's a very cliche thing. It's a very cliche saying. And there's there's a lot of variations from that same idea, from that same notion. But there's a reason why it's a cliche. Mm -hmm. There's a very reason why it connects so well and why it's been so used because it works. And it's, it's at least to me right now, it is the truth. Mm -hmm. If you really, truly enjoy the road and if you really enjoy the journey that you're on, then those milestones and goals, they, they just come and, come and go. And you don't attach your sense of self or sense of worthiness into those goals or into those milestones as such. So yeah, I think, I think they're important in a physical sense, but not in an in a emotional or mental sense that much, mm-hmm. especially in an emotional sense. And I also feel when you're happy with yourself, things will come your way. It's almost like opportunities will knock on your door because you're open, you're happy, you are yourself. That's what I see. And be not attached to the outcome so much. So let things come, be in the flow, and things will be much easier. Yeah, absolutely. I actually want to just quickly share something else that I just before we started recording this or before we got to the call, I released my, my latest article, which is called Fulfillment Formula. Fulfillment Formula. And very, very simple. is J plus H equals F, which means joy of the present moment plus happiness as the outcome of the lifestyle that we created or the byproduct of the lifestyle, which is happiness, equals fulfillment, mm-hmm. which is the fulfillment. So, so for me, if I'm able to truly enjoy the present moment, the activities that I'm doing, for example, this conversation that we're having right now is very, very enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the day, if, if there's 
if I feel happy, if I have the happiness as an outcome of the, the people, the circumstances and the environment and things that I do as, as a byproduct of my lifestyle, then that equals happiness in the end of the day. When I put my head down on the pillow in the end of the day, if I feel fulfilled, fulfillment is the state that I'm really after, that I'm really looking to reach. Not so much. I'm not looking into getting to the happiness and joy or enjoyment is more of that presence. But fulfillment is truly a state that I feel that that is something, it, it's a worthy, worthy of pursuit, if you will. And for me, I, I start my day to, these days with this one single question is, how can I be fulfilled in the end of the day today? What are the activities that I have to do today to feel fulfilled when I rest my head on the pillow in the end of, end of this day? Wow, so much wisdom. Thank you so much, Toma. This is really exciting and fulfilling. So I'm really grateful that we were connected through another friend of mine. And good luck. Good luck in paradise. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you for the invitation. Wow. How cool was that? To talk to a man who lives in paradise. It seems like he has everything created for himself. What can you create for yourself? How can you fulfill your dreams into a reality? How green is your grass? Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday, every Wednesday. Check out on your favorite podcast platforms. And don't forget to order Get Loopy. Getloopy.com, the plant-based snack. You get 20% off of your first order. And Take It From The Iron Woman is also a book. It's an ebook or it's in paperback. You can order it on Amazon. Coaching, mentoring is available. Take It From The Iron Woman. See you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm.